With the volatility of the stock market and still low interest rates, private equity continues to have a greater and greater role in the healthcare industry. But can private equity improve patient care safety outcomes with the entire industry under pressure to cut costs? Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Tim Dugan, co-founder of Water Street Healthcare Partners, one of the largest private equity firms focused solely on the healthcare industry. Established in 2005, Water Street Healthcare Partners has become known for its healthcare expertise, investing in several different businesses through acquisitions and partnerships with some of the biggest names in medical products like Medtronic Inc. and Stryker Corporation. Prior to founding Water Street, Mr. Dugan was a founding partner of One Equity Partners, the $5.5 billion private equity arm of J.P. Morgan Chase. Mr. Dugan has a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering and economics from Stanford University and a master's degree in business administration from the University of Chicago School of Business. Tim Dugan, welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD. Thank you for having me, Bruce. Well, it's great to have you here because private equity is playing such a larger role in healthcare. And if you could, you know, tell us about this role and how can it make a difference where others have, quite frankly, had trouble? Well, I think it starts with the underlying issue. And in the area of patient safety, there are a lot of products in the marketplace today that alone may not be able to make a significant difference. But when you combine them together in a packaged solution, you can start to have an impact. And that's where private equity firms like Water Street come in. We spend a lot of time in the industry looking at patient safety and have invested in a number of companies that can provide solutions. And what we bring is a combination of both the financial capital and the intellectual capital to set a strategy for these companies and to provide the resources, both management talent and financial resources, for them to be able to execute a plan to bring these products together and to be able to bring out next-generation products in order to help care providers have an impact on patient safety. Well, could you give us some examples of where I know that you guys are probably working on deals all the time, but give us an example of where maybe a physician or a healthcare provider would have come up against this, or one of the recent examples of one of the deals that Water Street has done? Sure. Last year, we invested in a company called Precision Dynamics. Precision Dynamics is a relatively small company, certainly compared with folks like Medtronic and Stryker, that specializes in producing and distributing patient identification wristbands. And if you're admitted to a hospital, it's likely you'll wear one of Precision Dynamics wristbands as they're the leading provider and most hospitals use their products. And while these products are not historically high-tech products, that is changing. Basic product is a great product that does its job in supporting hospitals in correctly identifying their patients. But one of the questions we ask when we look at a company like this is, what if it could do more? What if we found a way to code information to the wristband and enable the information coded on that wristband to, for example, connect to a smart pump used to administer medication to the patients so medication delivery errors are reduced or eliminated? What if you could connect the information coded on the wristband to devices and systems that automatically match and confirm blood transfusions to the patient or automatically match patients to surgical procedures in the operating room? Those are the kinds of technologies that we'd like to be able to bring into the marketplace. And in this case, in the case of precision, 
that has happened. Precision has developed and is selling these products today. And again, what we bring to the table here is the financial capital to help the company grow, to help it acquire and invest in new products, and the intellectual capital both to support making those connections and developing those strategies, but also to help connect Precision to other partners. Because, again, in isolation, a wristband, even with technology embedded in it, is not going to solve the problem. You have to work with the companies who are developing hospital information systems, work with the companies that are developing smart pumps, and integrate these products into a complete solution. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD on XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and my guest today is Tim Dugan. He is the co-founder of Water Street Healthcare Partners, which is one of the largest private equity firms in the U.S. focused solely on the healthcare industry. And we're talking about how private equity gets involved with healthcare. And if you will, Tim, you were just talking about a company called Precision that has patient ID wristbands that they're selling out there to improve patient safety. And if private equity didn't do some of these things, I mean, are there situations where you've run into companies that may be looking to just get out altogether because they might have been hurt because they're publicly traded in situations like that? I mean, a private equity was not out there looking at some of these opportunities. I mean, are there situations where perhaps products wouldn't be getting to the market? Sure. I think there are, both with private middle market companies as well as with some of the larger public companies. In the case of Precision, for example, in any privately owned business, often those companies are constrained in terms of both capital resources and management resources. These are typically mid-sized privately owned businesses that just don't have the ability to access the public markets the way that companies like Stryker or Johnson & Johnson do. And then inside the larger companies, a business like Johnson & Johnson, for example, has 220 different business units. Not all of those, of course, can be a top priority. And one of the things that we've done effectively in the past is to work with those large public companies and take good businesses, good product lines that maybe are not their topmost priorities in terms of investment, and pull them out into an independent business and invest in those companies, again, both management resources as well as financial resources, to fully develop that company, bring new products to the marketplace through acquisitions, expand the product offering of those underlying companies, and create a leader in a niche that is of interest both to clinicians and then later is of interest to either the public markets if we're successfully able to build that business or, again, of interest to a strategic buyer. Could you give us some other examples of some other companies that Water Street has invested in and perhaps some products that are out there that our listeners might be interested in hearing about? Sure. Two examples, one we're invested in and another to follow up on your point about the large public companies. We invested a number of years ago in a company called Medex, which became a leading provider of fluid and drug delivery products into the hospital market. And two key product lines for Medex that fit into this patient safety discussion. One is a syringe pump where Medex had the market-leading syringe pump with all of the smart pump technology embedded in it, barcode scanner, drug library to check for contraindications for various drugs that a patient might be receiving, maximum and minimum dosages. So, for example, one of the items in the news of late that we've seen, even in the popular press, was the news about Dennis Quaid's twins receiving 1,000 times the intended dosage of heparin in a critical care setting. And with a smart pump, again, that may have been an injectable product, but in a smart pump setting, 
you could not have that happen because the guardrails embedded in that software would prevent a product like heparin being infused at that rate. And if you link that back to the patient safety example and patient identification example I gave, if you connect the barcode scanner on that smart pump to the drug and then you also scan the patient's identification band, there's no way that you could have the wrong drug or the wrong drug at the wrong rate administered to the patient. The other safety product that medics offered was a peripheral IV catheter with safety features attached to it less here focused on patient safety and more focused on caregiver safety where needle sticks have been a problem in the provider environment. Medex's peripheral IV catheters with safety features attached to them help prevent needle stick injuries for nurses and doctors. And on the public side, you have a company like Cardinal Health that is doing a significant amount in this area of patient safety. They have over time acquired or developed a number of products like Pixis, which offers hospitals automated medication and supply management systems, CareFusion, which has software applications that enable providers to scan and gain information on a patient's care from a handheld device, and Alaris, which is a market leader in smart pump systems as well. Well, are there situations, too, if there is a medical provider or a doctor with an idea that's out there listening in, are there situations where someone would contact you and say, you know, hey, we have this idea, but we just don't have the money to fund it. How small of a deal would private equity do a firm of your size, or even if there was not a private equity firm that would be interested in this, you know, what perhaps could people do? Great question. I I think there are a number of things that clinicians who have great ideas can do. First is, with regard to Water Street, we tend to focus on investments of $20 million and up. So for an individual new product idea, as a standalone, that would be difficult for us to do. But what we can do in those circumstances is look through the portfolio of companies that we have invested in, and to the extent that those products fit well with one of our underlying companies, those companies can and do work intensively with folks who have new product ideas that fall into those areas of interest. More broadly, though, private equity really does run the gamut from small venture capital investing to very large transactions like the acquisition of Biomet that happened in 2007. In addition, individuals can work with what are referred to as angel investors. These would be typically small, wealthy individuals who want to put money into certain categories, and healthcare is very appealing, or they can go to the large companies. And I know there are sometimes concern if you go to a large company, that idea may not stay yours for very long, or you may not be able to get attention. But in particular, if you're a clinician that does work with one of the large companies as an expert, that's a great entree for you to talk with them about how they might be able to help you develop and finish that idea. Well, it's very interesting, too, with healthcare and private equity, because I suppose the exciting thing for you and the people that you work with is that this is an area where the economy is actually growing. And sometimes people hear about private equity and companies going private, and they think, oh, brother, they're just going to come in and they're going to cut costs and they're going to do this and that. But what you're telling us is that that's not the case at all. I mean, they have to, if you're ever going to take a company that you've taken private, public, you've got to show some growth. Is that pretty much the case? That's absolutely the case. And our entire strategy at Water Street is built around the idea of building leading companies in segments that we think are interesting to the healthcare community. And we're very focused on the idea of can this company, can its products 
improve patient outcomes? Can it overall lower costs to the healthcare system? And importantly, can it improve the business for the care providers, whether that's a hospital or an individual doctor? Does it create an attractive opportunity for those folks as well? And in answering those three questions and in building companies in categories where that is the case into market leaders, that's how we as investors make money. It's not about leverage or cost-cutting at all. Well, the subject has been private equity and health care. Our guest has been Tim Dugan. He is the co-founder of Water Street Healthcare Partners, and I would like to thank Tim. He's been our guest today on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. And if you have questions and comments about today's show, be sure to send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. And we welcome your comments and questions through our website at reachmd.com, which now features our entire medical show library in on-demand podcasts.